No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. This podcast is brought to you by Brondell. <laughs> I didn't know how you were going to say it. I tried to, I, it's a nice almost harmony. It happened at the same time. All right, do it a different way. I'm going to try to guess again. Okay. This podcast is brought to you by Brondell. Got it. <laughs> Pretty sure that's an improv game. It is. I was just going to say, what, are we an improv troupe now? Tricked you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you guys uh, go to brondell.com for all of your uh, bathroom and air purifying needs. They got shower filters. They got toilet warming seats. They got the whole nine. Your they butt- got toilet filters if you want to drink out of the toilet. <laughs> no, they don't. That's well, not- I mean, you could do that if you want. I guess. And like you, maybe you're thinking, hey, I don't have a lot of money. You don't have to get the Swatch 1400 like we have. You can get a travel bidet, which is only like 30 bucks. Or you can get just an attachment. They have. So you do have a lot of money, but you don't want to pay full price. You just want 20% off. Oh, good call, Brian. Mm-hmm. You can go to brondell.com and put in the promo code no sir, and you get 20% off of your entire purchase. 20% off. That's all. One big word. No sir. Noozer. Noozer. N-O-S-I-R. Uh, yeah. All caps. No all caps. I don't I think they both work. Um, but yeah, and if you guys have done that, make sure you guys tell us about it. Email us, nosirpod at gmail.com and let us know how Brondell has made your ass a better place to live. Unless it's purifying. If you get an air purifier, then it maybe it won't do anything for your ass. Oh, that's true. But maybe it'll suck up your farts so your ass will stop ruining other people's days. Does an air purifier help with fart smell? Uh, you know, I've thought that. I've wondered that, but I want to fart into it. an air purifier and then have somebody else smell. As it comes out, you need a good friend for that. See, that's why I need a wife. I need a wife to watch my dog when I go out of town and to the smell my farts have. when mm-hmm. I fart into the air purifier that I also don't have. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> Make sure you guys go to brondell.com. Put in the promo code <laughs> NOSER and uh, get you 20% off. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's episode 77 of No Sir, I Don't Like It. I'm Carmen Morales. Brian Vokey, my co-host, is here with me as well. Hey, Brian. Hi, I think I was mouth breathing really hard right before you said hello. You might have to edit that out. All I heard in the headphones was... (sighs) 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 Hello, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Which sucks, because then they don't know if it's me or you doing it. Well, that's why I'm letting them know. That was my big fat throat. Was the, my, my throat is like a whoopee cushion right now. It's uh, <laughs> it's just like real what, big at the I'm bottom. Just breathing. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. That's a great line that you say. Day snoring like a pug. Yeah, day snoring that. like a pug. That's true. But I think I changed it to bulldog. I think bulldog was working better. Yeah, pug's too short. Bulldog gives them the idea. Day snoring like a bulldog. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a country It lyric. sounds more rhythmic, yeah. too. Day snoring like a bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only listen to country now. I'm this close, and y'all can't see, but you know what somebody does with their fingers when they say this close. <laughs> I am this close to wearing a cowboy hat. I am not kidding. It's your dream. You've said it before. You'll say it again. <laughs> You're working up to that cowboy hat. I really am. I just need like I just need a little bit of success 
Because I really want people to be mad at me for wearing it right and now. By that he means he needs five hundred dollars. I need five hundred dollars. I need to get like Venmo Brian. Was it, is it at Brian J Vokey? It's at Brian Hyphen Vokey. Oh, it's at Brian Hyphen Vokey. Venmo, Venmo Brian some money so he could buy a cowboy hat. If you guys Venmo me money, I promise you I will only spend it on a cowboy hat. <laughs> and he will post it constantly on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest things I've ever seen on a sitcom was when Aziz Ansari on Parks and Rec came in to work with a belt buckle that digitally stroll- scrolled across it. It said, what's cracking? <laughs> His belt <laughs> is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That is funny. They nailed that character so yeah. well. That mm-hmm. That's like, because I can't stand his comedy. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it. Whatever. It's not for me. He's clearly, I mean, I've watched Go him Go back live. and listen to previous episodes. Yeah. Brian gets real into why he doesn't like him. Yeah, but he crushes, so whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I've softened. Just prove it's that comedy is subjective. It's not everybody is for everybody, which means you shouldn't complain about everybody. Anyways, go ahead. Oh, is that directed at me? No. Because <laughs> it should be. <laughs> I don't like any of them. I just like Louie. He's the <laughs> That's only it. one? Well, he's the only living one I like. That's not true. That's it. That's not true. You Patton's like, dead to me. You like my neighbor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I got to tell you, your neighbor doesn't exist. She's so unique and on her own. I don't think of her as a stand-up. I think of her as like a, like a weather system. What? <laughs> she's like a force like a, a different thing mm-hmm. that's why she's so great she turned stand-up into another we're talking about maria bamford and it's an, like another stand-up is a different thing after her like it, man but god damn i am so sick of every girl comic using a midwestern accent because of her always that brand yeah. why you have a problem with it oh it's such a fun accent to do don't shit on it yeah it's just like i get it but you you're from fucking new england that's not how your mom talks <laughs> that's how maria's mom talks yeah. that's not you yeah you don't ah oh, jesus that's why one time i did a southern accent for my dad but then i got like a bunch of good minutes after that calling myself out for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, d- I don't know why i did a southern- my dad has a thick main accent he sounds like he'll break your kneecaps if you cross him yeah. like he does not do have your a dad how do you use your dad actually sound uh i'm too tired i can't think of anything my dad would ever say okay i'll say this my my dad called <laughs> what did my dad say about aaron Rodgers today he goes yeah aaron Rodgers is such a fucking sissy i swear to god <laughs> he goes I don't understand. You get $12 million, you break your collarbone, you get back in there and you play. I would play with a broken collarbone. What a sissy. Who cares about your collarbone? <laughs> you know that thing that holds your whole entire <laughs> shoulder up to your fucking body? Calling somebody a sissy for breaking their neck is insane. <laughs> he holds, like Aaron Rodgers does a commercial. He goes, do you see Aaron did another commercial? He needs to be throwing balls. He needs to be on the practice field. He shouldn't be sitting there throwing, uh, uh, doing fucking State Farm commercials. What are you, what are you talking State about? State Farm commercials. Yeah, he gets so angry because he went like. He, does he it, sound more Maine-like the more angry he gets? Uh, Yeah. Because yeah. I've noticed that's the thing about me. The more angry I get, the more mm-hmm. Hispanic I get. Right. Because like, and maybe that's where all that passion comes from is all that that hatred or yeah, anger. Yeah. My eyebrows start talking way more, and you start shooting pistols in the air, going. Yeah, she literally says "I caramba" every time no, somebody up. does a bad move in traffic. I caramba. 
What yeah, does that mean? Ay caramba is like, uh, gosh darn it. Oh, it's like censored? Yeah, because caramba is like, ay caramba, it's like, instead of cussing, it's like, it's the safe way of saying. It's like saying like, like uh, H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I caramba. I didn't know that. Would, oh, man, that makes Bart Simpson so much lamber. Lamber. Yeah. Lamber? lamber? He was lamber. <laughs> I think in my mind I was saying lamber. Mm-hmm. Especially because the New England accent is so funny, too. Like, there's no reason why you couldn't make your mom properly New England. Or if your mom doesn't have a goofy voice, you can just do a goofy voice for her, like, in a mocking way. It doesn't have to be an accent that is completely disassociated with anything in reality but at the same time we both defend that too we both defend it not being based in truth oh yeah 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 no definitely don't tell the truth it's not funny (laughs) i always say that when i at the ice house i'm always just like guys i know there's like a whole truth thing going on in comedy but don't tell the truth the truth is so boring (laughs) it's so boring this isn't the court of law it's not like if a story isn't that good Make something up. Make it better. Yeah. That's that's the writer part. <laughs> that's the whole work thing. That's the whole purpose of this. If we wanted to hear boring stories, we would go ask the audience. I'd you go to the mom. idiots. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of those are actually really good yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. But my, my point is, like, you, you know, you would ask somebody else's girlfriend about their day. You care about your girlfriend's day because you fuck her. But right. you, if you ask a stranger's girlfriend about her day and she's like, this fucking bitch. And zah, 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 uh-huh. zah, 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 and that's what it sounds like at an open mic today. And that's just the guys. Yeah. yeah. Tell me something that I didn't expect. (laughs) (laughs) Throw, throw Martin Luther King into the day. (laughs) See if you can make that funny. If you can make Martin Luther King funny, you can make anything funny. Dude, but here's the thing about if I get a cowboy hat is that I'm not from anywhere. I'm not. That's not authentic. You could claim, you could claim Georgia. You live there a long time. Uh, yeah, but I'm not cowboy hat Georgia. I'm like perimeter. Duluth? Are you not kidding me? Come on. No, I am not kidding. You. <laughs> Are you kidding <laughs> you me? You ESL. <laughs> you leave my spics. Are you not kidding me? <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I must be getting upset. I'm sorry. Duluth is not cowboy place. I, I mean, I, it is more so than like Atlanta. I mean, it's not. You Macon, could see downtown Atlanta from basically where I live. I lived like a fucking still slingshot. There's still the plenty. only people in Duluth and cowboy hats mostly are Mexicans. <laughs> That's Actually, I think because you're kind of tan, <laughs> if you started rocking a cowboy hat, I don't think you'd look Southern at all. I think you'd look a little bit, more <laughs> a little Mexican. bit more Mexican, like Mexican mix, like. Like light, yeah, yeah. light, like me. You'd look like me. Not like me, like even more Mexican. Right, right. I, I would look, look more Mexican, Mexican than you. You would look way more Mexican yeah. than me. That's awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Yeah, I want to wear a cowboy hat, but I don't have any right to it. I have. It's not relevant to any experience I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. I just like am following that path where you... You you know you screw up a bunch. You hit your thirties and you're like fat and you're just like oh, the only thing that makes sense to me is country music. Now. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god! Eddie Pepitone uh, did an amazing bit last night about his hat. He did a bit about a hat. I've, where he's I've like, seen the hat bit a million times. It's so good. It's mostly improvised too, so you can watch it a bazillion times and it'll always be different. Yeah, where he talks about buy, like buying. You know, you, you buy a hat and you're like. Yeah. 
oh, this is going to erase the last 20 years of <laughs> drinking and masturbating that I've done. Yeah, yeah. It he, makes, this you makes ever buy a so hat that looks so good on you? It takes back 20 years of bad decisions. <laughs> yeah. God damn it, it's yeah, so yeah. funny. I know that joke very well. Oh. I, uh, That's what made me think of that. Maybe this is your cowboy hat. Your cowboy hat is you trying to erase. No, my ca- it's it's me em- embracing, not erasing, embracing. Embracing. It's okay. just like you know what? The only person uh, who can understand the decisions I've made in my life is, is a cowboy. Yeah, is a, is, is a <laughs> the cowboy only person. <laughs> is a cowboy because well, no, cowboys work really hard, like actual cowboys. You're talking about the stereotype. I'm of talking about the people who sing about it. Yeah. It's like, I mean, country music to cowboys is like what d- rappers are to drug dealers. It's like, you're not a drug dealer. You just sing about it. You're like a Broadway play mm-hmm. about drug dealing. Yeah, you're rent yeah, for the people yeah. with actual AIDS. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, yeah. <laughs> that's really funny. It's funny. All I know about rent is from uh, Team America. Oh, really? Yeah, that's all I know about it. So... But I think that I think if I started wearing a cowboy hat, I think it would be nice. It would be a a, a developmental step for me mm-hmm. to do something inauthentic because I feel like I am imprisoned by an obsession for authenticity. Does that makes sense. Authenticity about what? Just, it is annoying sometimes how you're like, oh, this is not cool. Yeah, and it's like it's it's not even cool, but like. It doesn't have to be cool. It just has to be not cheesy or not it's lame. A, or it's not. like a moral line. And you know, it's funny. They don't even have this concept in Europe. Which is funny because, well, that's because America invented the idea of cool. Yeah. That's, but like that's the only reason. Patrice O'Neill said, you know, where Americans are the only people who go, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. The French fucking do that. Yeah. But when they, yeah, yeah, that's true. So he was wrong. But uh, <laughs> it's still a very funny joke. It is a very funny joke. But they're the only ones that take it to another. Like French people, will, ugh, and then never think about it again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Americans are go ugh, and here's why. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah, I it is. I'm. I definitely. I get it. It's impossible to work with. I mean, it's like, it's that punk thing, and it's also. I think a lot of it is. I, it's funny because I think my obsession with authenticity is rooted in the fact that when we moved to Georgia, we lived in the suburbs. And so the suburbs are so fucking phony and corny and full of shit that you just start like GGL and all that shit. You just start being like, I need that. I need. And then your mind twists to the only thing that's real are things that are like bad or like raw, gnarly, Mm -hmm. poor, unappreciated. That's the only real thing there is. Right. Any anything that is like accepted Which is what or motivates positive. you to hang out with homeless people, train yeah. members, stuff like that. Because yeah, they're yeah. like, these are the real people. Yeah, for sure. When most of the country is real people, they just don't live that lifestyle <laughs> because yeah. of situation. To think of somebody li- like that, I couldn't fathom that as a kid, like in the in the suburbs, thinking that somebody was happy living there. I was like, in your mind, when you're a kid, you're just like, this is all a lie. There, nobody here is happy. Nothing worked out, but I think some people were happy. For sure. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, especially like people, if you take people into account, like maybe that weren't from there or even from this country, and then you come here and I was like, if I was saying living in Dominican Republic or for instance, my grandparents where they lived mm-hmm. in a shack in Cuba that had 
dirt for a floor. They had a dirt floor. Mm -hmm. They had fucking palm leaf roofs. They had wood under it, but they were just filthy people. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Don't you dare insult my abuelita like that. (laughs) But it's just Get a broom. Jesus. (laughs) Make one out of a palm. (laughs) Then there's more dirt underneath (laughs) it, Brian. There's no fucking foundation. There's just walls on dirt. And was there no trees? Make a floor. Well, why? They didn't need to. Okay, well then it's not a point of struggle. If they didn't need the floor, I'm you can't bring it, it up in as a juxtaposition to I know, here. I'm just messing with you. I know, I think I think I well, don't make me argue with a point that you know. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the point you're about to make because it still makes me feel stupid. Um, and then they come here and you get a you know a three a three two or even a fucking two one that has central air and all this. What what a three two? Yeah, three bedroom, two bath. Oh, what are you a real estate agent? Who the fuck talks like that? Three two to me is near beer. (laughs) That's like when you get beer in Utah or Oklahoma. That says a lot more about you than it does about me. I think plenty of people know what a three two is. (laughs) Three two right into the show if three two means near beer to you. Because I need to feel not alone. (laughs) You are. You are absolutely alone on that. Uh, they come here and they have central air and they get to take their kid. They, you know, take their kids to a water park and like they can build a fa- like of that's still a huge deal, which is also what's so annoying about so many people here is because, you know, like an asshole from the suburbs like you, uh-huh. you just take all of it. I'm not granted. from the suburbs. No, you're not from. A, I'm sorry. You're from a, a, a different shack with a <laughs> with a. No, I'm not from a shack. I'm just from a <laughs> shitty mill town. And then we moved to the suburbs after I had already. That had this. And up- that's because of the hard work your dad did. You don't think your dad was proud of the fact that he took you from a shittier place to the suburbs, like because of all of his hard work working for the postal oh, service? Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure he's proud. He calls me and uh, tells me his tax return and shit yeah. all the time. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, of course, and he gets drunk a lot and will call me and be like, "Young uh, dumb brains who don't see a bigger picture." But the fact that you've latched onto that for so long into your adult life, not well, I made a lot of money with that emotion no absolutely and i got to see the world absolutely like yeah, it yeah. Did, a, did a lot of good but it just it's got to go away at some point at some point yeah i gotta exercise the demon <laughs> or just like know that there's a difference that not all any not all things are cheesy or shitty just because it takes any kind of effort <laughs> you know like yeah no it's it, there comes a point where it's like a pendulum and it swings from like I want to be as authentic and real as possible too. I'm scared of trying. Yeah. You know, it swings yes, over because it, you have to put yourself out there yeah, when you yeah, try. Yeah. And then that, that's that fear of failure that we've talked about before mm-hmm. where it's like, ah, I don't want to suck. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm here, no, what's even worse. Knows I'm what's worse than I don't want to suck is the feeling. I don't want to find out. I suck. Yeah. Which is even worse. Mm hmm. Because if you suck, you can. If you just stop there, then you can find rationalizations, excuses, whatever. The crowd sure. sucked. This sucked. Mm-hmm. That sucked. But when you're when you really come to that moment where you're like, gotta look at the mirror and be like, no, I suck. Where yeah. do we go from here? Can I ever not suck? That's why I I have on the list here tortured geniuses, and I think about that a lot because. St- Artists who have killed themselves. This is a, this this is kind of a spinoff of that authenticity boner I have, where like the the reason why I wrote Tortured Geniuses down. I have a few thoughts about this, but one was there's this band Sparkle Horse, and uh, Sparkle Horse was a band that like I threw I never took seriously as a kid. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they were like a band like in the '90s and two, early 2000s. Who would they be like adjacent to? Just to give they were always compared to like Mercury Rev or Flaming Lips. Like, uh, and I like early like a, like a moodier uh, a moodier Flaming Lips. I think. Oh yeah, I mean the guy killed himself, so he was definitely moody. Yeah, um, that's what it <laughs> I'm gonna but, say more on the bad mood side. <laughs> but the thing is, like those bands, like I like early Flaming Lips, but like from the mid '90s and on, the Flaming Lips, Mercury Rev. Uh, I can't think of another band like that. Sparkle Horse. They were like the Rolling Stone magazine critically acclaimed bands, which Rolling Stone was never cool at any point in my life. Did I think Rolling Stone was cool? I had a subscription when I was a kid. And, I did too. But I just loved the only section I loved was the college indie the back. charts. Yeah, there that was, was the, always where they had all the the, the charts the shit that I'd never heard of before. Yeah, the yeah. Stuff that they didn't play on the radio. I only needed the last two pages of that magazine. <laughs> but um, I also used to buy ticket albums from Rolling Stone. What's that? They, there's an album where you could just save all of your tickets from all of the concerts you've ever gone to, and then you just slide them all in like a photo album, but it's just all the tickets. Oh, all the oh, things oh, you've ever... oh, that's cool. Yeah. I still have that, and I, and I love it. Yeah, I yeah. I still love that. That's like something that... It sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. So Sparkle Horse, like, because they were like they were like the corporate critically acclaimed band in my mind, mm-hmm. I always never gave them a chance until I found out recently that the singer killed himself. And my immediate thought, honestly, was, oh, maybe they were good. <laughs> <laughs> when I found out the guy killed himself, that validated them to me, which is so retarded. That oh, is so- if he was so emotive and didn't die, he was <laughs> obviously faking it. But Yeah, yeah exactly. If you- it couldn't have been the music he was creating was the therapy in order to keep him alive. He had to go to the point of not living anymore for you to be like, oh, maybe I'll check him out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then I listened to it. And I was like, this is pretty good. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't as horrible as I didn't give it a chance for. Yeah, he's got a bunch of songs that like uh, are about animals, like songs called like pig and cow and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I started like thinking, oh, like this is all about killing himself, like it all like made more sense to me. And I liked it a lot more. And it made me feel so phony. That like I just needed the guy to kill himself, but then the next thing I thought was like, oh, the tortured so genius. So suicide is your brand of authenticity oh, when it comes. That's to- a big one. That's a big one. <laughs> um, I'm proud to say I was in a band that had a suicide in it. Yeah. Now I think my, that's the best band I was ever in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Rest and thank peace. God it was somebody else, right? Yeah, seriously. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, I got proxy authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have yeah. to kill myself. I'm, he did all the heavy lifting. <laughs> I'm authentic adjacent. <laughs> but uh, and then I, I thought about all these musicians I love that killed themselves. Like I would. If you think about that, though, that is why stand up works better for you than anything else. Is because. We just talked about how we don't want to hear your truth. We want to hear you embellish. Right. Which means that would be the story would be less authentic because you are embellishing. Right. So being authentic adjacent is exactly what that is. Yes. There is truth in it. But then there is the colorful things that I add to it. That make there it is way the more dun 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 emotional truth. Yeah. Which is what people mean. Open micers when they say truth. Yeah, not just give me <laughs> what happened to you this week verbatim. That's no. not, I don't want to hear 30 yeah, yeah. minutes of your boring social interactions. Exactly. But uh, it, 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 another guy who I think I, I thought I liked just because he killed himself, who I realize I can't stand, is Nick Drake. 
The other day, I was listening to a Nick Drake. You know Pink Moon? Do you know who Nick Drake is? I don't think so. It's like an early 70s uh, acoustic guy. Mm-hmm. Killed himself. Uh, Elliot Smith ripped him off really hard, all the way to suicide. Really? Uh, ripped off his so whole life. So you like Elliot Smith? No, I never liked Elliot Smith. I couldn't. Yeah, but he killed I know. There's a few that I, this is where I'm getting to, is that there are people like Vic Chestnut I fucking love. There's a lot of suicide people that I really look up to, but then, and they, we always think the ones who killed themselves or died of overdoses are the tortured geniuses, right? We love that tortured genius archetype. Well, not all of them. There's a lot of fucking drunks and drug addicts in the entertainment industry, in, in the music industry, not all of them are fucking geniuses. I know. And how awful would it be to be somebody like Chris Cornell or Chester Bennington, you know, from Soundgarden or oh Lincoln Park, where you, you actually are an artist, mediocre, even after the suicide. There's nothing you could do to legitimize that bullshit music you it's made. It's so hard for you. How can you say? They were both incredibly how? successful musicians. Success has nothing to do with it. Uh, but I, I mean, dude, how bad must that be to be tortured and mediocre? That's, fucking, <laughs> that's, that's your point. That's oh, man, my that's point. Brutal. Could you imagine you being it in Lincoln basis. Park? How, how hard is it, Brian? Huh? I said you do it on a regular basis. No, I'm not it? tortured. You're not? No, I'm just mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> just mediocre. No, like... Could you imagine, though, having the, like, you got the The, urge to create... There's no way you're not tortured, Brian. Do you realize how much you talk to me, or in general, about suicide? Yeah, well, I'll... (laughs) (laughs) I have a very special relationship with suicide. Yeah. And death. Yeah. And and that relationship is... uh, I My relationship with death and suicide is like a 13-year-old boy with sex. Wait, what? You want to fuck death? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not what... Death is this really hot goth chick, and I just want (laughs) to give it to her. (laughs) (laughs) That was great for somebody who doesn't know how metaphors work. Um, (laughs) No, a 13-year-old boy is obsessed with sex, Uh but is also terrified of it and doesn't know how to get it. Like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's right there I can see it but like I'm, I just I'm don't hard know. all the time I'm smacking my dick off I'm playing every fucking thing in this house like a drum with my dick <laughs> just beating everything and I don't know what to do and I have this energy and I know I have to fuck but I, what if I do it wrong? What if, what if it goes bad? What, I'm scared. I don't know what to do, but I want it so bad. That's my relationship with death. <laughs> <laughs> like just staring that at it. That might be the a, funniest and saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> just, <laughs> just getting like, do you get like suicide boners? Yeah, yeah. You're just about- staring at a tree limb being like, someday I'm going to fucking swing from you. Oh my God. <laughs> It's going to be so fucking good. Just jerking off to how to tie a noose YouTube videos. Just edging a gun in my mouth. Just fucking edging the gun. <laughs> Someday you'll come in my face, gun. <laughs> but I don't know how. <laughs> I need it to be foolproof. What's the angle? How do I suck this gun dick without... I know. I just myself. saw National Geographic post on Instagram. Do you follow National Nat Geo? Mm. Do you follow them? They just did a fucking John Travolta, Nick Cage face off, face swap on a girl who fucked up blowing her head off. She tried to kill herself. She just blew her face off. Oh my God. And then they just put 
another face on her face. I'll show you the picture. That it like like a Phantom of the Opera mask just. And the wow. funny thing is, the face looked like my friend Sweet Tooth, which I was like, did Sweet Tooth die? <laughs> and donate that awful face. <laughs> I was like, that face should not so have been. have some kinks to work out. <laughs> yeah. I love uh, Michael Costa has this really great bit. Oh, I know. The yeah. Where he talks about. Comedians, sh- listen to this. <laughs> yeah. He talks about killing yourself. You got to, you know, how to do it with the gun. And he goes, comedians, pay attention. And he's like, you got to shoot back here. You yeah, yeah, shoot. yeah. You don't go under the chin. You go no, in the mouth in against the, mouth, the roof of the mouth. Against the roof of the mouth. So it's guaranteed to go through your head and kill you. Yeah, yeah. This girl like blew her face off and they just plastered another face. Oh, my God. Wow. And it was plaster, too. That's what <laughs> It was spackle. <laughs> yeah. They left those little rocks in it so that it was like looked like acne. It was like real bumpy. Oh, man. Yeah, no. And I looked like they just welded a dude's face onto her. And the fucked up thing about the article was that it said... Uh, you know, she was really beautiful. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, why would you say that to her? She yeah, already she already doesn't want to live. Yeah, she already <laughs> blew her other face off, which apparently was better. And then they put some weird guy's face on her. And now she has to live Here's with that. Here's my question. If she shot her face off, why didn't she just finish it? Because she probably couldn't move. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, have you ever tried to do anything after you stubbed your toe? It's true. It takes a minute. I'm real mad about it. Yeah. Imagine blowing your entire face off. I'm in pain and piss. <laughs> I guess I would be too if I blew my face off because I'm like, fuck, I'm not dead. Fuck, I have no face. Yeah. Plus, she probably couldn't see. Oh, yeah. There's a, it's hard to kill yourself if you can't see and your face is not there. <laughs> I've been told. <laughs> That's something I would guess. I don't know. I don't mean to speak on other people's behalf. Group so people know what you're talking about. I don't know if I should. It's disgusting. Although it got like 103,000 likes. It's like who the fuck is liking this? I liked it because I wanted to find it. Maybe that's what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Cuz I wanted to be able to find it, but I was like, who looks at that and is like heart? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's also like look at how amazing science is. It's not though. It looks like a fucking 1920s horror Dude, movie. It's just like the Bill Burr bit. You got to give it a minute to get good at it. It's just like the hair it, plugs. It's it like the old the Jason mask. Like <laughs> they just shoved on her face. They just like put a Jason mask and like painted well, it. At least it's not Freddy Cougar. It might end up that way, but yeah, no. It it's definitely it was it was she had big cheeks. I don't know if it was like swollen. Was but, it just after it happened? Maybe it didn't like, it's not done. There's probably yet. not a lot of faces to choose from either. You know what I yeah, mean? How many people are donating their fucking face? I would love to, but I don't Did know if they, they take it. <laughs> <laughs> how sad would that be? Uh, we don't, hey, we don't um, want this face. The <laughs> eyes are like creepy. <laughs> like They're just so big. We don't have eyes that fit it. I don't even the know. Eye how yeah, the are eye so holes big. are so big. We don't have eyes that fit these yeah, eye Yeah, you holes. can see skull all the way around the eye socket <laughs> because of your giant eye holes. And also like your dark circles like... Or look like you're playing the center field for the Angels. You look <laughs> you got those two black lines on your cheeks. That's how <laughs> Here's something I'm fucking tired of. I'm tired of people telling me how I feel. Sure, people you do tell that. me how I feel all the time, though. You do it. I don't tell you that you look tired or that you're. You must be tired. Like, like that's like a thing. Here's the thing. If uh, my there's mom any said men, to never tell a lady that's she true, looks your tired. Your mom's fucking right. <laughs> was you was sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Did oh my guy, god, that <laughs> hurt my heart so bad when you fake cried right there. <laughs> Did guys tell you you look tired all the time? They do because it's at the end of the night at the the comedy store, or whatever. And all it is is that I'm by then I'm high. I'm high. I'm high by the end of it because. I've been working for eight hours and having 900 comedians. And I use the word comedians the loosely you could ever. What I mean is they annoyingly come up to me and say, hey, I'm a comic. And I'm like, welcome to Los Angeles. Everybody's a fucking comic. What does that mean? Isn't that the beginning of uh, Pretty Woman? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Los Angeles. Everyone's a comic. (laughs) I thought it was everyone's a critic. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and so it's like when they they're trying to loiter around because I'm there checking IDs or whatever the fuck. They're chicken what? Checking IDs. Oh, I think he's a chicken something. Like, what? Do you, chicken. How high are you? Are you <laughs> pretending to be a chicken? <laughs> they're not saying you look tired. They're saying you're insane. <laughs> it's just fucking annoying. It's like no, I just have dark circles under my eyes, sure. and I don't wear a fuck ton of makeup. Go fuck yourself. And I tell every single one of them, they're like, you look tired. And I go, that's really a, a cunty thing to say to a lady, just so you know. And then they're like, <laughs> They're like, oh, wow, well said, lady? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't mean, and I don't give a fuck how you meant it. it what you're saying, just so you know, when you talk to a woman and you say that she looks <laughs> he's, tired. He's like, am I talking to shitty. a woman, though? I have no idea. You just said cunty. You uh, pointed at me in a way, you, you're shaking your fist like a... Babe Ruth or like a 1920s, I'm going to knock you out. And I will. <laughs> put them up, put them up. Because she has never met a pussy that had some power behind it. Because that's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to is shut the fuck up. Don't tell me how I look. That's not a good uh, That's not a good icebreaker. If you're ever talking to women, don't ever tell them Oh, wait, them these are strangers right. who say you look Yes. <laughs> Guys, you know what's funny too is that like I am drowning in shame with everything I say. Like no matter what, like I have this, and when I t- lay down at night, I have this stenographer that comes up in my head and, and goes over everything here, I said. And you yeah, up here, why'd you say and that? You why? Up here. And I regret literally every word that has come out of my mouth for the day. And I have to like. I'm glad you don't listen to previous episodes. Of and our I know I had to like put like I a pillow in my mouth the, and. The, <laughs> That might, that might push your your suicide boner over the edge. <laughs> yeah, go get a suicide hooker and finish this. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, no. So I like have the stenographer that goes over my head, and rarely do I have interactions. Her name's yeah. <laughs> There's no Armenians in my head. Um, <laughs> but uh, and I and it's just like I racked with guilt and shame for every word that came out of my mouth. But then you have these guys who are walking up to women cold, opening, never met them before, going, "You look tired." Never for a second would they go over that in their head and think whether or not. Oh, they will after they, they say it to me though. Probably the, not. Yeah. These guys are dumb. Bullshit. They're just, they probably you just go. Seen You're a fucking... bitch, and then just walk away. No, they're like, oh, I didn't, because most people aren't as combative as you and I are. Most people aren't always ready <laughs> to fight. Every day is war. Exactly. Most people don't think about it that way. They're just like, oh, I'm at the comedy store. Oh, there's somebody. I'll talk to her. She's, I'm lonely and don't have anyone to talk to at the comedy store, which is why you shouldn't fucking be there. So yeah. then I'll just talk to this person. Oh, hey, you look tired. That's the first thing. You want to engage in a conversation by telling them that they look tired? First of all, if I look tired, why the fuck would I want to talk to you? I want to take a nap. Right. Second of all, why would I want to talk to anybody who is commenting on how I look? I've never walked up to a girl and said anything about how they look unless they're wearing a t-shirt I like. 
with a band. Which is how you've gotten every single ex-girlfriend of yours, which is yeah. like a very smooth brain. <laughs> but I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's crazy to me. Like, I don't know. I've lived in, in a world that has been conscious of that for a long time. But I would never walk. I mean, like I said, my mama raised me right. She said, uh, don't, don't tell a lady she looks tired. It's, I, I mean, wh- all you're saying is, hey, I've been staring at you over there. <laughs> I, hey, I was over there in yeah, the corner staring at you. And here's what I came to up with. It's like, okay, thanks for telling me you've been looking at me. That's fucking weird. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Guy, yeah, guys don't come up to me and tell me I look tired, and I am tired, and I <laughs> look tired. It never happens. Girls say it to me all the time, but uh, but they say it more. It's more maternalistic. It's like, you know, you want to- Are you all right? You get, yeah. Have you, you, get, you need it's, to Yeah, yeah. It's not so fucking stupid. Well, it's also them trying to eliminate the possible things that could be wrong in their head. Is he sad? Is he tired? Is he depressed? <laughs> what's happening? What's going on? I need to understand what's happening with your face. Just so I know for the future, when I see that, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's Yeah, it's not like violent or like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's not from the dick, I guess, is what it is. And when a guy's yeah, saying it's that changes everything. It's just from when the it's dick. From the dick, yeah. Yeah. You look tired. Oh, I fuck. I, I went off on him. I went off on him. I go, that's the worst thing to say to somebody when you come up to him, especially a lady. Just uh, so you Not know. only a lady, but a comic whose set was only five minutes that night. <laughs> <laughs> In front of a sold out yeah. room with close to 400 people. Yeah. I had, a, I had a lot to say and I haven't had a chance to say it. Mm-hmm. So here you go. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the business. I'm going to give you the business. I don't know why I'm so hung up. That's another thing I, that I don't like, and it's about me. I don't know why I'm so hung up on this whole being clean thing. Like it really, it's. I'm, I'm at this point now where I. It's almost like I think it's that whole being defiant. I know exactly what it is, what? but I'll tell you. I mean, you're you're on. I don't need to. It's the contrarian. It's the whole theme of this podcast. It's your whole existence. Somebody oh, you don't want anybody to ever tell you what to do. And I hate it. The thing is, though, you don't need somebody to tell you what to do. I hate people telling me what to do, and I desperately need some guidance. Uh, but uh, you yeah. just need a girlfriend, <laughs> Jesus. You've just been alone too long. You're a, <laughs> a rogue male at this point. You just need some something to push off of a little bit. Where then you know, all right, maybe she's right. Yeah, I, I do this, and then this. I'm not fucking introduce this. a little compromise into my yeah, life because right mean, now it's all like urge. Do it. Well, That's all it is. But then it's also like, because I have to deal with it too. It- uh, you look tired. <laughs> <laughs> I will stab you. I'll stab you on the podcast. And then you know what? Maybe that makes me that suicide hooker you've been looking for. <laughs> I just kill you. <laughs> a suicide hooker is just a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> a hired murderer. It's specific. You know, it's funny. This a guy- hitman on yourself. Has anyone done that? Uh, hired a hitman for themselves? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. That I mean I don't know I can't think of an example but that definitely if you've thought of it it's happened yeah dude uh the this alarmist comic uh, came up to me last night and he's like do you still live in Highland Park and I was like yeah and he goes you need to be careful I heard that they're shooting up Ubers and Lyfts and I was like God I just deleted Uber off my phone <laughs> it's like I should reinstall it <laughs> uh, yeah there's shootings I guess in Highland Park yeah. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what you do with that information like whenever like it's nice to be a- aware of it I, I guess but I'm not going to change any of my behavior I don't know, man it's like you mean in general or just in this specific instance because like I'm not behavior gonna... should be worked no out. no no I mean I'm not going to change 
I'm not gonna change where I walk or like how I yeah. where I go based on these shootings. That- That's why I don't get those stupid apps that are like my neighborhood or next door or whatever the fuck those things are where right. it's just white people being racist. Like there's a black guy. Mm-hmm. And like, what is everybody supposed to do with that information? All anybody learns is that how racist all of their fucking neighbors are. For sure. There's Which no purpose. It, I mean, it's not, again, it's not going to change anything. But again, I will say I live in a, in a Latin neighborhood and my roommate has a neighborhood act, and uh, y'all are racist too. <laughs> I didn't say. I didn't. Do Everybody that. always gives racism to white people, and because it's so you guys frustrating. Wear it with such no, a badge. No, it's of not honor. that we wear it with a badge. It's that we're also successful. We're racist and successful. So everybody hates that's the not, successful. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There are so many unsuccessful white people. No, but as if you're going to group them all together, we run shit, dude. Have you seen a picture of the presidential cabinet? <laughs> we are running shit. It might be our last hurrah, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> they it all might look be. like they had face transplants like that girl did, too. <laughs> <laughs> they literally, like, I his cabinet is so aggressively male and white that it's almost like... It is the last hurrah. Like Donald Trump is just like his cabinet is like the the living version of like a kid throwing a temper tantrum and doing the circle kicks on the floor because he wants candy. <laughs> no, <laughs> mine. It's all mine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ours. It's just ours. Yeah. That <laughs> you can't come in. This is our club. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like Ben Carson in the corner. Yeah. Like asleep. Yeah. But <laughs> Not but, even realizing what's happening. But everybody's racist. I don't understand. I don't understand. It, it's because I feel like it's because I mean, we're cops. Like that were ever. Yes, that has a huge <laughs> amount to do with it. People who are even not necessarily in power, because still, for the most part, I mean, we've had white people in charge for a long time. And then only like two years. But it's the enforce. Yeah, right. And then, <laughs> but in. When the enforcement is really racist, that's when it's like... No, I get it. I just like I just don't think we'll get anywhere until everybody... Because it's like, I'm so sick of like watching like uh, like a, a Mexican comic go up and complain about how every white person he met is racist. And I'm like, motherfucker, you know what would be interesting is if you talked about how your grandmother's racist. Because I've talked to... I have my back... My backdoor neighbor is an old Mexican lady, and I'll tell you, she's real open about how she my feels about was, black people. My dad people. was racist. My dad was racist about what kind of Hispanic people I was allowed to hang out with. Yeah. I mean, that's where, like... We talked about that with Ida. We talked about that with Ida. Yeah, there's, total, there's a ton of racism. I know. It's just so much more interesting to me when somebody talks about their actual experience and mm-hmm. not what they think the world is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just more interesting. Mm-hmm. And I also think that's it's actually authentic it's too, progressive. Which is kind of your thing. Yeah, yes. I love authenticity, baby. <laughs> give, me that, give me that real shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I want that real shit. I want no fentanyl. I want pure fucking Afghanistan heroin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I heard Kurt Metzger did this bit. Speaking of heroin, where because I don't know if this bit's ever going to get released because it was on the album that Louis was supposed to produce for him that he was talking about on that. Yeah. And he'll probably never do anything again. Well, I mean that hour might not get released, but he's still going to write another one, you know? And he has this bit where he talks about these young kids that kill themselves. Like people, like kids that commit suicide at like 13, 14, right? Like really commit, you know what I mean? Which just proves they're give kids benefit of the doubt. They, a lot of times they're a little bit more grown up than we think they are. I don't think so. I think that's just a temper tantrum gone way too far. Is then that what all suicide is? Then no, I think there are no Bud Dwyer. Oh, no. What about Bud Dwyer? 
What do you mean? What about him? He was a politician who was disgraced, and the only way he was able to keep his pension for his family was by dying. And uh, because if he had gotten fired or resigned, he would have lost his pension. So he went on national news, admitted his mistakes, and blew his brain off, or as local news, blew his brains out right on TV. And that way, he took care of his family like a man. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a temper tantrum. That's like, my family's fucked. It's still a temper tantrum because it's like, I fucked Well, he shouldn't up. have done it on TV. That's a little weird. Yeah, it's a bit. <laughs> that's much. a little dramatic. But the, the decision to kill himself was very responsible. It, was, it just made me think about that. My mo- <laughs> I'm going to send this to you. My Motivation Monday is a Kurt Metzger quote, which is stand-up comedy and suicide are the only things we can control. <laughs> we have control over <laughs> I'm going to put that on a, a nice like yeah. background of a pretty cliff with a bird flying and I'm going right. to send it to you. I love that. <laughs> I love cliffs too. I'm obsessed with rappers talking about throwing girls off cliffs. I love that so much. <laughs> is that a, is that a <laughs> yeah, I've heard it like thing? a million times. Like if she ain't fucking then she flying off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, no, if you don't fuck me, I'm going to throw you off a cliff. It's so that's fucking funny a, to me. Dude, that's such a, uh, a wily e. coyote. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so fucking loony too. I know. Is she fucking that she flying off a cliff? I think that's YG. I, I can't remember who it is. That's <laughs> so. But I've heard other cliff threats. That's so fucking funny. What if, what, what what Metzger was saying? The thirteen, fourteen year olds kill themselves. And it's her. It's a horrific thing. That, that's not the funny part. He makes sure he says that that's not funny. That right. they kill themselves. But he's like, I think it would be better if we could right before they consider killing themselves, we could introduce them to heroin. I, I know it sounds fucked up, but if they're already going to die anyways, you give them heroin first, maybe they don't kill themselves because they got to go find more heroin. You right. see what I mean? It's called harm reduction. <laughs> yeah, harm so reduction. There's a whole world around that. That's the whole idea of the clean needles. It's like if you, you can't get sober mm-hmm. if you're dead. <laughs> but then it's also a dead kid or just another fucking junkie. <laughs> Right, but the junk, but like nobody oh, wants to kill themselves the on heroin. You only want to kill yourself in between heroin. So if you're if you're on heroin, so it's preventative. But may, maybe time will pass and mm-hmm. things will change while you're on heroin, and then you're like, I got to get clean and do something with my life. Mm-hmm. Then you get sober, you keep them alive. It's not the worst idea. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, I mean, but I don't know if you should get in the business of like shooting thirteen year olds up with heroin. But I mean. But he was saying maybe he could go on a tour, you know, like like that's his motivational speaking is he could have just... You tried heroin. Yeah, have you, but have you, have you tried If it? that doesn't make you feel good... Then you should. You yeah. know what I mean? If you're already yeah. going to go out anyways, you might as well give it this one last shot, so to speak. No pun intended. Yeah, uh, would actually be a lot, a lot of shots. I mean, just the first one. Yeah. Just the ones that's going to keep you. Keith Richards made a point in his autobiography to say that he never did it in his vein. He only did it in like his ass meat or whatever. And (laughs) he's like, I never. People do it. People that do hardcore drugs always try to make it sound like they don't do do drugs. Yeah, I wasn't like a junkie. I never did it in my veins like a No, I snorted it and threw it up in the bar bathroom like you're supposed to. You know, I did it in my toes, black tar style. (laughs) Like I'm not a fucking junkie. Yeah, no, just into the muscle, not into the vein. Into the muscle, like a gentleman. (laughs) I injected intravenous <laughs> drugs into a muscle instead of a vein. Yeah, like, it's so I'm not funny. a degenerate. I, it's, it's always fun having conversations with people that do coke like that because they're always like, oh, I only... I watched you call a guy out for that. Uh, It was so funny. We were in... uh, It was like a daytime podcast was being recorded 
and uh, we were at a friend's apartment, and he was doing coke, and he's like, I, I don't, uh, I don't normally do this, and you go, yeah, because you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't normally do this at all. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you don't have the money. For yeah, it. you don't have the money. I get it. You would do it every yeah. second if you had money. Yeah, the sun's not down, and you're doing coke yeah, now. Yeah, I'm yeah. certain you would do it at any time, <laughs> at any place. Exactly. <laughs> but you so can't afford it. <laughs> Because those fuckers are so insecure. I know. It just, so it just ravages them. The only thing that'll fix it is more cocaine. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that'll bring that fake confidence back up. <laughs> There's no worse time to roast somebody I know, than when they're, they're being vulnerable drugs. about drugs. Yeah. While they're doing <laughs> While the drugs. they're doing them. <laughs> it's my favorite. Plus people's balls when they're doing oh, drugs. Oh, that's so funny. I'm not mean about it, but it's like. No, I'm honest. Yeah. yeah. No, I get it. I don't know, man. I, f- I, feel <laughs> I like- forgot I did that. <laughs> what a cunt, dude. I'm such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I feel like uh, I've successfully, because for I haven't been a drug guy for a long time, mm-hmm. um, but I think I finally successfully am putting out that vibe because... Uh, People that you're not or that you are? That I'm not. Like, people don't offer. Like, in that situation, nobody even offered Brett me. Erickson on the podcast, that's all I tell you. He's like, you look like you'd be great to do drugs with. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I am. I'm a pro. Sure. But, like, I don't. I, it's been years since. I talk way more. I think Doug Stanhope said it where he was like, I don't do nearly enough drugs for how much I talk about them. Yeah. And I think that's where I'm at. But now nobody even offers them to me. Mm. So, which is great because I hate. I just don't like that situation because people instantly feel guilty because they're so insecure about their drugs. And I hate I making know, people feel I, that way. I know. Well, it's also just like, just do the fucking drug, man. If you I'm not do judging it, you at all. Do it. I'm just saying no. Yeah. And they're always it just like, well, I, I mean, I don't do this all the time. It's always that. It's I always. Know, um, I know. Well, I, it's just a, yeah. You want to have a party? Have a party. Yeah, more for I you. Know. Go yeah. ahead. I don't. I never understood. Don't suck that. me into your fucking hole. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got my own hole. Yeah. <laughs> don't pull me out of my hole to get into your hole, yeah. you fucking dick. I'm my a, hole's safe. Here. I'm a I drunk. Like <laughs> That's my hole. I'm a drunk. Okay. But I only drink alone. That's my thing. That's, that's like I legitimately say that. Like it's that's my like I never shot it in the vein. Yeah. I'm always like I drink alone at night. Like, <laughs> all right, it's con- I'm in control. <laughs> you do. Like, <laughs> I know. It? That's your dumb druggy thing. That you yeah. <laughs> Look, I don't. It's not like I'm driving drunk. So there we go. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. By the way, I don't drive drunk anymore. I mean, I've done it like probably. I've really only done it in your car. Um, <laughs> so lovely for you to tell me that. No, I'm kidding. I uh, But I don't really drive drunk at all. I, it's been a long time since I drove drunk. There was, when I first moved to LA, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but not anymore uh, because I can't afford to get drunk. I mean, that's, again, it's, the, it's, yeah, it's the cocaine thing. Yeah, yeah, I got the bottle. I don't do this all the time. Yeah, you can't afford <laughs> yeah, to yeah, drive yeah. drunk anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, the booze is at home um, <laughs> in bulk. But, uh, uh, but So it's like have <laughs> yeah. two beers here and it cost me a lot of money or go home and drink all the booze I could ever stomach uh-huh. without dying. And then, uh, but the thing is, though, if you are a drunk driver, I mean, first of all, fuck you. Uh, that's uh, fucking disgusting. But 
if you are a drunk driver, you should live in LA because I don't know what the fuck you have to do to get pulled over here. Seriously, whenever what? I'm so glad <laughs> you said that gets pulled I over. think about this all the time. Every time I leave, because I leave the comedy store in West Hollywood and have to drive all the way to fucking Pasadena. Uh-huh. It's a four, 35 to 40 minute drive that I make every day. Mm-hmm. And I always leave at anywhere. The earliest I've ever left work is at midnight 30. And then the latest is probably like three o'clock in the morning. And at that time, there is always the most fucked up drivers I have ever. You see seen. the most insane shit. I do see the just, most insane just shit. Just swerving and you know over what? six There's lanes. No cops. There, if there are cops, there, the cops are only ever out from like eleven to one. Those are the only yeah. time, and they're only out in like one particular area. I'll see them every once in a while here and there. But once you hit that, once you hit that one thirty four, dude, yeah. I go a hundred and ten miles an hour, and nobody is the fucking wiser. In New York, you can't take a sip of kombucha without a cop coming out of a corner, going like, "Drinking, drinking in public. Here's your ticket." Yeah, like you can't go anywhere in New York without getting fucking busted just for having a beer walking. That's why I'm impressed whenever comics say that they got a DUI in Los Angeles because here's the thing. Like, what? You crashed. You yeah, definitely you crashed. You crashed into something. Yeah, you yeah, just, yeah. In, it was into CBS Studios. Is <laughs> yeah, that what you crashed yeah. into? Because they to an had Italian to restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I even got pulled over here. It was the night that I, the first time I did anything on TV. I don't remember if it was the HBO Latino thing. I think it was. The HBO Latino thing. I, the first thing I ever did and I went out. I was more high than drunk but we I did both. I was celebrating. I was sure. going to be on TV, whatever. Never happened, but who cares? I was celebrating the the <laughs> filming of it, yep. which I still haven't seen the footage of. But I and then and I was it was just because I was like I do doing nine things at once while I'm driving, mm-hmm. and so I got pulled over and. The guy was like, you know, he wanted to give me all this shit. And I was like, I'm just, I'm visiting in town. I'm just, I'm staying at my friend's house. I'm like right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't really have anything to drink, blah, blah, blah. I was giving him the whole night. And now the whole thing is I was also just stalling so that I didn't, because you can, you can do that too. You can stall. Sure. Can refuse, they might, make, make them take you into, into the station. Uh-huh. That's how, that's, that's, that was another DUI I got out of because I did that. I refused a breathalyzer at the scene and then I went to, and I was on my way to a drug dealer's house too, which was really funny. Mm. But, uh, it was in Minneapolis. They pulled me over because they said I was swerving and I wasn't. I just changed lanes. No, you were swerving. I was not. You swerve midday dry, dry as a fucking <laughs> piece of driftwood. You, uh, <laughs> I don't know why driftwood wouldn't be dry. It's in the water. That's the one thing that's very wet. I am such an idiot. <laughs> You're dry as the ocean right there. That's right. God, I'm such a retard. The only thing I need to know how to do is say words and I can't. <laughs> You're dry as driftwood on land. It just sounded good. It dry as driftwood? Yeah, because I'm, I'm dry as driftwood. It just sounded right. <laughs> if it's not in the water, it's dry. It's <laughs> You're okay, really Brian. as dry as any other wood other than driftwood. Literally all the other wood is dry pretty much. <laughs> oh, fuck. And he pulled me over and... Uh, and at that, that night, I had actually... I hadn't drank and it was one of those shows where everybody, you know... Everybody gets fucked up and is like, you need a ride. Like, they make sure you're fucked up when you leave. I hadn't drank all night and then they're finally, you got to fucking have a drink with us. So fine. So I had this fucking, I had an apple juice glass full of crown right before I left. An apple juice glass? Like a glass. How like big a juice is an apple glass. juice? Like a, like a juice. Like if you were having a tumbler full of just Oh, booze. like a seven ounce. Yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot right before you drive. Right before I drive. It probably took a couple miles before you even started feeling it. Yeah, well, that's why I was like, I was just going to race it, because I've mm-hmm. done that before. Sure, we've it's, done that with mushrooms a million times. Exactly. You participate. Mm-hmm. I did my part. I'm out of here. I got to go before, so mm-hmm. I can have this experience in a safe place. 
Um, and then he pulled me over and he, I was like, I'm going to absolutely blow over because I just drank it. So everything's all up in my mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. So I refused. And then I start. I, they, no. 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 You're going to have to bring me in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you look tired. Get the fuck out of here. And then I get tased. A, uh, yeah, then I get tased. Um, I went to probably the, be sober after you got tased. All that adrenaline. I want to pee, though. I don't want to pee myself. Would you rather pee yourself and not get a DUI? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, and also <laughs> that free electricity? Mm, feels good. You're so fucking weird. <laughs> were you one of those kids? Yeah, you were one of those kids that would grab onto the electric fence, I right? told you about That's that. That's right. It wasn't a kid, though. I was like, yeah, is that my girlfriend, Kate? <laughs> Sorry, Kate. My bad. She had a six-pack. That was dope. Well, um, what happened is, uh, so I'm in the back of the car. I'm like, all right, let's let's see what's going to happen. And uh, he gets there, and he's telling me my rights as we get to the station. And in the rights, it says that I have a right to seek counsel. Uh, I want to see my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of issues that I need to address before I decide whether I go to jail or not. <laughs> So I was like, well, I'd like some time to seek counsel. I was like, I'm not from here. I don't know. And then so they bring me into a room that has a phone and it's the cop. And then that's where they bring in all the, the drunks to breathalyze, the, you know, because sure. you have an, another option. You can blow there. You can refuse there. But if you refuse to blow at the station, you go to jail immediately. Right. And so there, suck their dicks. You mean. What? Blow. No, no, but, but no, 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 you don't have to. <laughs> There's cameras, you can't. Darling, you're going to have to suck my dick or you're going to jail. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Also, there's cameras, I wish it was, was your answer to that? <laughs> no, there's cameras, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got a hanky, we can throw it over the camera. <laughs> but what I did is I stalled, dude. I stalled for over an hour. I stalled for over an hour and Almost an hour and a half because I was like, "It's they gave you a phone in a in a fucking phone book, and all the pages of all the attorneys have all been ripped out from all of the other assholes that were in there doing the same thing, and they keep the the page of so there's no fucking I can't call any attorney, so I was like, hey, there's no fucking pages in the phone book. Can I at least use my phone to like try to look up attorneys? And then sure. so he gives me my phone." mistake on his part because then i'm texting all the comedians i know that i'm like hey how do i get do i know any comics that are attorneys to get and he's just sitting there while you're on your phone yeah he's just like not like next to me but he's like back doing pay he's like writing a report of what happened blah 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 doing all his cop paperwork Mm -hmm. and um and i'm telling like it turns out one of the comics in minneapolis was a paralegal so i started telling him everything that happened and he was like he was like, just keep keep him waiting. Keep acting like we like I, you know, I'm like, it's in the middle of the night. This is it's, you know, mm-hmm. two o'clock in the morning. No attorneys open. You have to give me like I kept like pushing it and pushing right, it. Right, right, right. And then I was and I definitely played up the damsel thing. I was just like, I just don't know. I don't I don't know how to find a lawyer. You know, it right. was very one of those things. And they know what you're doing the entire time. Do they? I don't know if they did. They absolutely do. They just don't fucking care. Because if you blow sober or whatever, then that's less paperwork for them. And they're like, I'm glad she did that. Here you go. Dry out, bitch. I don't know. He seemed, <laughs> he's, he seemed pretty. Was he young? He was a younger uh, cop. Yeah. God. 
You know what I mean? You shouldn't be allowed to be a cop until you're 52. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Then they can't chase anybody. (laughs) I like that. And also, they're just like over everything. (laughs) (laughs) They've done everything. They've made every mistake. They're not holier than thou. Yeah. They've already come to terms with the fact that they're racist. You know? Sure. Um, So anyways, yeah, I waited it out. And he kept kept bothering me about doing it. And then I was like, you know, I can't. I don't know. I'm trying to, and then I would finally get somebody on the phone. And then I'd be like, yeah, I don't, you know. And they'd be like, we're just gonna keep talking for a while, and then, <laughs> and then do it. Like it was the whole that was the whole scam is just to keep waiting until because after a while you're not gonna blow. It's gonna be in your bloodstream unless they blood test you. You're not gonna blow. So right. And it was so so yeah. So I waited. So does and this- I blew like point oh like seven eight or something like i was like right because if What's you blow the, uh, it, 0. 0.08 0.08 if you blow over 0.08 and i blew like i was on the fucking i was cuspy coo and wow yeah um here's my thing though if you fell out of the car and puked and then was like i want counsel <laughs> like would you can they arrest you because you're so obviously drunk i guess so because they're they're arresting me under suspicion of driving under the influence right so they did a, I if did you a, throw up and shit then the suspicion's gone and it's confirmed or yeah. how I, does, I mean i don't know i'm not a cop i don't know i just wonder how that would work if you're I just no like <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to fucking counsel what was well because that was what was there, there was a guy that came in that refused to drink but he was so painfully obviously drunk because <laughs> it, it was this was during when the minnesota state fair was there so that's when that's when gl- that's the biggest gluttony festival I've ever seen in my life. You, you know, yeah, they got butter in- statues, fry everything, eat it, drink oh as God. copious amounts of beer, booze, whatever. And he was there, and I think he, he looks kind of like corner, a carny. Like, when a man loves a woman, <laughs> he's still eating a corn dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he's singing into the breathalyzer instead of breathing into it he's wasted holding grilled corn in the cob trying to pick one kernel off at a time just like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> he looked kind of like a carny like I thought maybe he was one of the guys that run the rides that's the thing about Minnesota is that uh, everybody looks like a carny <laughs> <laughs> not dude if you go to the Minnesota State Fair if you go to the old section of it, yeah. those motherfuckers are the real deal. Like, I'm pretty sure they've jumped trains yeah. and you've met them. Like, that's how. Oh, like old face tattoo dudes with like. They're gnarly train tracks looking. tattooed under yeah, their cheeks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they do meth the right way kind of deal, you know? Yeah. Like, they're functional tweakers. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so then I blew and I didn't. And he he blew like a like a 1.2. <laughs> <laughs> He blew into the thing and exploded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. That thing's broke. So, uh, <laughs> and then what was great is uh, I I convinced the cop to take me back to where I was going. So I had the cop bring me back to my drug dealer's house. And then where was the car? They impounded it. So it, it so it took me a hundred. It was a hundred bucks though because it was Minnesota. God. So for a hundred bucks, I got in California. That's like three hundred and seventy-five dollars. I know. I've paid it. I've paid to get me my car out of it. Me too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag it sucks. At least he didn't tell me I looked tired. You know. He was happy to not have to do that paperwork. I'm telling you. He already started it. That's. I think he was yeah, bummed it, out. There would have there would have been a whole another packet if he had to process you. Mm-hmm. Would have been a whole other thing. They hate those. You know, it's funny. One time I was arrested in Athens, Georgia, and the cop was like, uh, he, he, "We're in Georgia," and he's just like. Uh, 
oh, this dude's going to be doing hard time or whatever. He said something. Like, and I go, where are you from? And he's like, Massachusetts. And I was like, oh, I'm from Maine. He's like, what part? And I was like, Westbrook, right near Portland. And he's like, uh, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm from, uh, 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 oh, I can't remember the name of town anyway. It's like a border town near New Hampshire. Oh, God, they have a record store. I played a show in it. Anyway, um, and I was like, oh, I've been there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, they had this record store there. And he's like, oh, I remember that record store. And he goes, hold on a second. Stop fucking talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was yeah. the same. It's like you can, you can distract them. I know. I mean, I was already, I was caught. I was, yeah. uh, I was arrested. But still, he just yeah. didn't want to be friends with me. But it was, I had him going for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. God, I can't. But anyways, I told that story just to say that I, I got, I got out of a DUI here, and it was just because again I waited and installed at like, but at the at the site. It's pretty surprising I pulled over because uh, where were you though? Because I, I I've been pulled over. I was driving on the one hundred and one. I've been pulled over twice in Burbank. The cops are all over Burbank, but everywhere else in L.A., no man's no no. Uh, or West no Hollywood. Land. West Hollywood, there's always cops because that's where all the tourists are, so they can they can burn all of them. Right, but it's really hard to with all those stop signs. Like you gotta be wasted. Like. You don't really get to show off how drunk you are until you got like no red lights and stop signs, you know, and you got like continuous road ahead of you. Mm -hmm. That's when you really can. That's when being a little drunk can show up. If yeah. you're fucking wasted, then red light stop signs don't matter. That's you know, it's funny. Everywhere you go in L.A., you just see on any car that's any street that's busy, mm -hmm. uh, you'll just see sideswiped cars all up and down the street. Just cars that have been crashed into by drunk people who just drove off. I lost the car that way. That's true. You see. You, that happened to me in Chicago. The same thing happened to me. Just sideswiped? Yeah. Ugh. Somebody just hit my car when I was parked on the street. That's why I'm so. I. I, I I'm like I love lawbreakers and stuff, but drunk driving I have a little bit of a a thing. But it's also because like how because if you're like destroying cars or killing families and shit, it's just like just, you're bad at it. Find a better vice. Yeah, you see what I mean? Like there's plenty of people. Like, there's so many people here. Just that get drunk Uber. Drive. Just get yeah. Uber. Well, I mean, if I drink after work, it would be a fifty dollar Uber for me to get home. You know how much DUI costs. 10 grand yeah. minimum. But I'm just saying. Well, that's why I, I, I mean. I that was really such a father answer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know how much a DUI would cost? <laughs> a lot more than $50, sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you're getting pulled over, you're fucked up around here or you're in Burbank. That's yeah. Those are the two things I've learned in Los Angeles. But I, t I talked my way out of that one, too. They let me go. Yeah, I'm not very. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I've driven in probably over thirty states drunk, but I mean, like, I don't do it anymore. So now yeah. I'm judging it. <laughs> <laughs> I got away. Never got a DUI. I never even had to be a. I've never even had to blow a breathalyzer. I didn't want to say blow. I uh, I never had to blow before. N <laughs> never. Oh really? Never. Never even had to do a sobriety test. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've been at, I've been searched for weed though because of my eyes. I got those Jim that Jim Brewer face. Yeah. Like back in the day when weed was like really sketchy uh, to cops. I've been searched a million times and I've just never been a pothead. So I'm always so. And when I did, if I did ever have weed on me on tour, I would unscrew my distortion pedal and put the weed inside the distortion pedal. Nobody's ever looked in there. So even like if the dog would smell it in Italy, the dog smelled it. This German Shepherd. But they couldn't. They, they didn't know how to unscrew a distortion pedal, so the dog's just barking at this pedal, 
and they're like they can pop the battery part so the, there's two ways to unscrew distortion pedal so they pop open the screw where the battery is in but that's not where i put it in with the circuit board on the top mm-hmm. so they pop open the thing look at the and the battery falls out there's nothing in there and they're like Ugh, i don't know and they just put it back <laughs> it's fucking awesome you want to talk about adrenaline yeah <laughs> be in another country and have a yeah. drug dog barking at your distortion holy pedal. shit Woo. I wish you could sell that kind of high because that's the other thing I too know. is like this whole process the entire time like it's scary but that scary gives you that same thing like when you, you jump off. Oh, I always said I wish there was a pill that made you feel like you were falling for like yeah. t- like a 10 sec like a bridge jump like when you're jumping into a river like a kid or jumping off a uh, 10 foot into a quarry i did that yeah and yeah then halfway through down i was like i should be in the water already uh-huh. and that's there's when that I extra oomph yeah, where you're like i'm still in the air yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and that that extra second is when you change your form and you hurt yourself because you're like falling and you're in a perfect pencil dive situation which is what you need to do when you're falling from a top mm-hmm. but then you're like why am I still in the air and you kind of like move and look around and then all of a sudden <laughs> there's way more surface you start yeah. and then and you, you just break smash your, your thigh off the yeah oh fuck <laughs> I, lo- I want to jump off something my dad said he just jumped off of a some cliff in Grand Cayman Island. So it made me feel good to know that you can still do that in your 60s. Hell yeah, dude. Of course you can. Yeah. It's all about fear management. Let's do the gripe of the week. It's the gripe of the week. It's, it's the, the gripe, gripe of, of the week. week. Oh, by the way, can I read real quick? Uh, listener, uh, Kenan Al. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al, Kinan Al, he's a, he's a Syrian comic living in Berlin, just messaged me about the Kurt Metzger episode. And uh, he said... Just finished listening to the Kurt Metzger episode. That was amazing, man. Your podcast is great. I've been binge listening the episodes I missed, and I laughed a lot listening to it. Yay! Kenan is one of my favorite comics in Europe, and uh, because he's a he's not a Syrian refugee, but he's an immigrant from Syria mm-hmm. to Berlin, and he has this heartwarming bit about the first porn he ever saw. Um, and in the title of the porn he saw was Evil Titties 2. <laughs> <laughs> Evil Titties 2 has been stuck in my head forever. But uh, yeah, he's a he's a funny motherfucker. Does it both in German and English. And uh, thanks for listening, Kenan. Nice. We also have an email from Colonel John. Colonel John. Here we go. First word is in quotations. Ethical is in quotations. Ethical vegans. Oh, I guess this is his grape. He's writing us full page grapes now. Nice. Mm -hmm. Ethical vegans, if you don't like the taste of meat or if you think a plant-based diet will make you healthier, fine. Just don't tell me you care about the unnatural suffering of domestic animals. Have you fucking seen nature? (laughs) I'm with you on that one, Colonel. Although nature has never had like a slaughterhouse. Factory, yeah. (laughs) A meat factory. You don't need a BBC documentary. Just look around You've your never backyard. Seen a shark grind up a bunch of snouts and assholes and put it in a tube and yeah, and serve it at a baseball game, <laughs> <laughs> or have a contest to see how many they could eat and then go throw them up. <laughs> yeah. Look at the birds in the air. You're an egg. You could get knocked out of a nest by a storm or eaten by a snake or squirrel. No right to life here. I'm with you on that. I mean, if I disagree with you, I would just be lying if you're lucky you hatch only to by the way when did you get a new phone the screen isn't cracked oh i got it fixed while i was in colorado i just realized it if you're lucky you hatch only to slowly starve because your older siblings get all the food or a hawk eats your parents maybe another snake or squirrel comes by and eats you alive do squirrels eat meat i don't know you might be sucked dry of blood by an infestation of fleas ticks or mosquitoes you still might be blown out of the nest by a storm 
Once you can fly, you need to find your own food. If the weather disrupts the plants, bugs, or the crit other critters you eat, you slowly starve. The diseases and parasites are still all around waiting to kill you, slowly and painfully as you starve. You have the freedom of the air because you need to work hard to find food or you starve. Jonathan Livingston Siegel was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that book. While out hunting food so you don't starve, you're likely to be slammed out of the air, stabbed by talons, and torn to bits by a hawk or eaten by the persistent uh, persistent snake while resting in your nest at night. If you somehow manage to get old, you weaken and slow, making it harder to find food. I bet you relate to this part, don't you, Colonel John? <laughs> you starve. And all of the easier for predators and diseases to kill you. All deaths are by natural causes because that's what nature does. Kill things. This is such a militaristic. It is. <laughs> Our domestic meat birds are semi-pets in comparison. The eggs are protected in a coop and almost all hatch. The parents, the parent birds and chicks are fed and never go hungry. If sick, they're treated. Parasites are killed. As they grow, the birds are protected from predators and assured of food. On average, domestic birds live longer than their wild cousins before being killed painlessly or suddenly to keep Chick-fil-A in business. There is a reason we invented civilization. Now go eat a pizza. John. <laughs> you know what's funny is I just so pictured you whittling in a rocking chair in I your backyard <laughs> just looking at the birds and getting angry. <laughs> yelling this at the birds. He's just yelling it <laughs> off the porch. Have you ever seen uh, Major Pain? Oh, yeah. You remember when he's laying on the floor and he stabs the rat with his knife and he's like, <laughs> I haven't killed in three years. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I picture Colonel John being like right now. He's just got a bird on a knife going, that's what we do. We kill. What makes the green grass grow? Blood drill, Sergeant Blood. <laughs> I'm with you, though. You're not wrong. I was vegan for seven years. but Were I, you really? Yeah, seven years. You've never mentioned that yeah. to me once. Because me loves the meat. We <laughs> <laughs> love the meat. But, uh, Were those in your insufferable years as well? <laughs> sure. I don't know if I'm out of my insufferable years, so yes. But uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I was vegan in the military, actually. How did you eat? They don't give you a lot of options, do they? No, but you know, I can grocery shop. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I forgot not, they let you do that. It's not jail. They do have a vegan um, uh, MRE, though. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not. Well, it, it comes with pound cake. The pound cake isn't vegan, but you can trade the pound cake with other because people love pound cake. Mm -hmm. So you can trade that for other uh, vegan Those sides. Those MREs are pretty bad. I, I like them, but I don't care there about was food. one I had. I think I had like the ravioli one, and it sucked. I don't remember what the vegan one was, but I feel like it's uh, some kind of past pesto pasta or something. Mm -hmm. I forget. But um, I liked MREs. I used to go dumpster them. They would throw them away all the time on base, and I'd go pull them out of a trash can because it's like, these don't go bad. Why are you throwing these away? And then I would just eat them just regularly. Wow. And I would go pass them out to homeless people too. Well, that's nice. Yeah. The meat ones or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I I I'm with you, Colonel. I never for one second pretended that being vegan was like better for the earth. Also, because of all the fucking. I mean, we could go down this road if you want. The soy, the soy is bad. You're, they're having all these fucking people, all these farmers stop growing food that actually feeds their fucking people around them, so that like in Africa, so that they can grow soy because it's subsidized, and they export the soy to us because we put it in everything, and now you got. African farmers who aren't growing anything that feed anybody around them. It's uh, 
Oh, they're outsourcing the soy to Africa? Yes. The, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that sucks. That shit goes back to the Green Revolution Ugh. of the 60s. Anyway, uh, or 70s. But, yeah, no, there's there's no there's no way to... There's still also, Colonel John, just, you know, buy better quality of food, too, though. Because some of these, like, all these documentaries, they're not wrong. They're filming shit that's actually happening. I mean, cow farts are going to be our Armageddon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're literally going to die from cow farts. <laughs> that's the sound of death. <laughs> How insane is that? It's kind of that's funny. A, that's we have, the death bell toll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How funny is it that as our culture gets less funny, um, our Armageddon gets so goofy. <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're having a wacky Armageddon. <laughs> we're dying from farts. Uh, yeah, the factory farms are fucked up, but I mean, you know, we got too many people. So what are you going to do? I, I think I've been obsessed with. Why, I don't know why. They, why can't they? There's so much land that we're not using. Why can't they? Well, it also it's also the fucking monopolies, dude. That's really what bums every what makes everything really shitty is because they aren't letting people just right. have their free range shit. And then if you do, if you're like your friend and you have a fucking a farm that's like legitimately trying to do it right. It's so hard. You don't make any money, you know, so they, they yep. set them up to fail. They set everybody up to fail if you want to still, you know, sell people food that doesn't have fucking poison in it. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about my friend's farm uh, on an earlier episode, and it's funny because I came to a conclusion with another friend that he's the only person we know who has a net positive impact on the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't really drive anywhere. He just grows organic food and sells it. That's fucking crazy. Nothing I do is beneficial. <laughs> <laughs> I just make fun of things. I'm just jaded in a jean jacket. Yeah, we're like what Kurt said. <laughs> we're fucking parasites on yeah. society, yeah. justifying our existence to continue to be parasites. Yep. Clark Jones' gripe of the week is my roommate asked me to, quote, not get water while he tries to sleep, unquote. In New York City. Does he live in the kitchen? Are you walking through his kitchen slash bedroom? Yeah, probably. To get water? Um, I feel like even then, like, fuck you. Like, I, fuck I, you. He, you live on somebody, like... In New York City. So there's ambulances going by. I mean, New York is yeah, so loud. Yeah, that's the point. It's in New York City. The yeah. rats have a fucking jam band that's playing in the in the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't... You, you're mad because a guy gets up and gets a glass of fucking water? I mean, to be fair, you could get a glass of water and set it by your bed and have it but then i feel like i always feel like though when, when these gripes like are so like set up to be on their side that i feel like he might be like singing opera while he's getting the water or something <laughs> you know what i mean there's always like a little detail missing or he's like are you like do you have to wear are you diabetic do you have to wear those fucking giant boots are you stomping through the <laughs> no! those diabetic boots no! <laughs> you're stomping through or you're like are you oscar pastorius do you have like metal legs <laughs> Like there is there a because otherwise that's insane. It is insane, but I think people also. I mean, you've lived with insufferable people before. I'm certain, and sometimes people really are just annoying. Hi, could you change everything about you just so I'm a little bit more comfortable? I came home to this note on the dry erase board the other day. uh, it said, uh, just a question. That's how the note started oh, on the dry erase board. I already want to punch it. Just, I want to cut. You should be able to cut off your hand like Singapore style justice <laughs> for starting a note like that. Just a quick question. Um, why open a new roll of toilet paper when there's one already open? What is your goal here, big guy? I mean, first of all, it's not me because we're sponsored by Brondell and I don't fucking use toilet paper. I just wash my ass with water. 
Yeah. Uh, like a fucking gentleman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, but also what, what, what do you expect to accomplish with that kind of fucking language? Every day I come home to a new passive aggressive note on the dry erase board and it is driving me crazy and I could be a better roommate, but also tell me to my face. Yeah. It's just annoying. I don't get it. Why can't people just, just a be quick so question? Just a, just a quick question. What is it? It just should, it should the note should be, "Hey guys, it bothers me when you use this and not that." That's really what it is. Hey, why do you really want to know the answer to that question? No, you don't. Yeah. You just want people to use the stuff in Are order. Are you trying to open a dialogue? Yeah. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. I'm a shit in his bed. <laughs> I actually really don't know who wrote it. Greg Welsh Grape of the week. His is explaining something to someone, and then they reply with, "I don't know." Yes, you do. I just told you. I just gave you all of the information necessary for you to know, and now you don't know. Oh, that's when somebody's been proven wrong too. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in an argument, and you get somebody just go, "I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. you're right." Then yeah, that means maybe. definitely you're right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure you're right. Yeah, just take that as a win, Greg. For sure, <laughs> that just means you're correct. But no, it's true though. I do. I have like had like stoners do that shit a lot too, though. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, you know, this is how this works, and they're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. You're not like a better thinker because you're fucking high. <laughs> Gripe of the week from Christy Weber is Comic Sans. The font. The font. Oh, but who had that great? I think Andy Kindler had that great roast joke for uh, not not like he in his uh, state of the industry uh-huh. where he said uh, Dan Cook came out with a new font. It's called uh, Sans Comic. <laughs> <laughs> That's way better than the font actually is. Yeah, uh, I remember. I remember though. Like I'm old enough. I remember when Comic Sans was cool. It was very briefly when it first came out. It was like, oh, it's unlike any of the other fonts. This is so whimsical and fun. This was back when you had like a paperclip assistant oh, on your yeah, computer. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know? I mean, I feel like Comic Sans always means office parties. And who doesn't love an office party? It means you're getting cake. Free cake. Free cake. Carol's got a birthday. Comic Sans makes me think of cake. And I can't say anything bad about that, <laughs> honestly. Kim A.M. Ferguson's gripe of the week is people wearing shorts without underwear and always bending over. See, I'm not. I'm less uncomfortable with the bending over part as it is when you can see the dick swinging like a grandfather clock. Oh, when people wear basketball shorts with no yeah, underwear. yeah, no underwear, and it's just like full on dick flop. Yeah, and it's like, come on, man. Like, what do you want? People to stick twenties in your waistband? What are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> you seriously. Get out of here. I don't like it when women or women do that. I don't mind it when women. Of course you don't because you're. <laughs> well, but also a woman with no underwear and basketball shorts, how the fuck would you tell? Well, it's not that. If they wore those teeny tiny shorts, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. They're... I'm just saying I don't want to see your labia in public. I don't want to see your dick in public. I don't want to see any of that stuff. Yeah, cover up like a Christian. You know, you don't want to see people's feet and you're subjected to it all the time. I know. Put your fucking feet away, people. Come on. <laughs> You ever seen a guy put his feet up on the stage, you know, when they're sitting front row at a show and they rest their feet on the stage? Have you ever seen that? Yeah, when people are sitting. Yeah. There's I don't few, like I don't few like rages. I don't like when people when anybody puts their feet up on the stage because to, it's it is a very sacred place to me for some reason. So even if you're just resting your feet, even if your feet are covered, get your fucking feet 
off of my workplace. But <laughs> more so, if they're barefoot, now you're lounging at you, my... Oh, wow. You are a Florida comic. I've never seen bare feet on the stage. Well, if people are wearing sandals or something, and they, they oh, take, their sandals, show, their yeah. sh- take their shoes oh. off, and they put their... They prop their fucking feet up on the stage. If you're listening to this and you ever go to a fucking comedy show, you put your feet on that stage, you fucking die, you piece of shit. Don't you dare disgrace that sacred place that I've worked so hard to earn the right to be on and you put your shitty fucking foot on there. I just think it's gross when people relax in public, even though I do it all the time. <laughs> but That's fair. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, don't relax. No, this is this is not the time to relax. I'm not a fucking massage therapist. I'm not about to rub your calves. <laughs> Sit up and fucking listen. Yeah. I've been thinking for 33 years. <laughs> this is what I have. All right? This is it. Fucking concentrate. Sit up and laugh or fucking leave. <laughs> Well, I got to say, with the gripe of the week, what I always think the gripe of the week should go to the one that spurred the liveliest conversation after, mm-hmm. which would be Colonel, even though it's a little unfair because he sent in a fucking uh, no- novella. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a three-part series. Are you yeah. trying to get that script made, Colonel? <laughs> uh, not a bad writer, though. No, not at all. Yeah, I've seen... He's concise and... Uh, and- he writes better Detail than anything oriented? that's on television between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. <laughs> like literally every single thing that's on television between that, he writes better than. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, yeah, so Colonel John. Grape of the week. Long goes time to Colonel listener. Jer- long time listener, not first time writer. Uh, we love you, Colonel. You got the gripe of the week this week, baby. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please uh, subscribe to us and give us a little review on the iTunes. Uh, let other people know about us. We're trying to grow. You know how it goes. Follow us on all the assorted social media at No Sir Pod at Brian J Vokey at The Funny Carmen. Or if you have any, uh, if you have a long diatribe you'd like to send us, please go to uh, No Sir Pod at Gmail dot com and uh, and email us. Also, if you're uh, in the Virginia Beach. Uh, Newport News area Carmen and I will be out there doing stand-up comedy in November and uh, hit us up if you would be interested in us coming to your part of the town because we're trying to book some dates around the country kind of in uh, tandem with the podcast not doing live podcast but you know you you understand if you listen to the podcast the kind of comedy you're getting so if you want to see that hit us up let us know where you live and we'll try to get to you thanks so much for listening guys no sir I don't like it no sir, I don't like it. 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 No sir, I don't like it.